All right, all right. So, yo, this is uh, Beat People Podcast, episode 26. And today is all about Beatmaker 3. Um, you know, mobile beat making is, is, you know, a big part of, you know, the culture and the community. And I think right now the 2,000 pound gorilla in that uh, uh, that beat maker space for iOS, uh, at least one of them anyway, uh, but the one right with the most attention around it right now is uh, Beatmaker 3. So we got uh, um, all my people on here have Beatmaker 3. Some of us have only had it for a week. So, you know, some of us may be more well-versed in it than others, but we all have our opinions and thoughts and stuff. So I got... Uh, Two guys that I think were on the beta test team. Uh, that's Rod and Mike. What's up, Rod? Yo, yep. yep. I was on the beta test team. Uh, and uh, shoot, that was it, it, it was cool, man. There was a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, that, that's that's what it is with beta testing, though, right? So yeah, it was cool. Like it's all a lot of it's ironed out now. Like it's pretty smooth. Okay, cool. And uh, what's up, uh, Mike? Mike from Pad Bangers is also, I don't know if you were on the beta test team, but I know you've had it for a while. I think you were the first review on YouTube of it. So welcome yeah, to the show, man. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, I've been beta testing this for a good six months, I think so. So I don't know if it's pretty much from the start, but it was a really a very early stage and it's a pretty amazing Um with what they came up in the end because from my side i think in the last two months or so i think why why don't they release it it's already pretty stable <laughs> and they keep pushing out more and more uh revisions of it so um yeah i'm i was pretty happy with the first result it's not perfect it probably will never be perfect but i think it's uh for for the first release i think it was really dope dope um, well, yeah, man. I mean, you know, one of the things about it, like these these things, uh, I mean, what could be perfect? I, I still see it as one of the, the heavy contenders on Beatmaker for iOS. Like, I don't know. It, it's a pretty powerful joint and it's not just a sketchbook. But let me go through the panel. Uh, who else we got here? What up, D? Yo, what up, man? Good to have you, man. <laughs> D, D's like the, the meh emoticon. <laughs> He's like, the... nah, man. You, you know me. I'm very, I'm very opinionated with this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm, I, I am happy to say that I was excited about. Well, not was. I am excited about Beatmaker Three, just because it kind of opened up some possibilities on the iPad that you had to do with multiple apps. Now you can do them in one word Um, and that's a good that's the really really good thing right right. you know i mean it's 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 a sequencer that is very it's very good Mm -hmm. you know um thank goodness it's not quantized um because most sequencers on ios are just all all on the grid right all on the grid and i was like man this is something that i, I feel like i can get down with yeah, yeah. sampling in it it's pretty cool you know but there's a lot of details we'll talk about throughout the show but man hi everybody it's saturday morning my wife's not home wheezy's upstairs knocked out on the couch and i love saturdays where i have nothing to do there it is so, i, know I love right. my big people man it's so awesome word and we also got uh kenneth <laughs> Kenneth Flux Pierce. Hey, Benjamin, Benjamin Mutton. Benjamin Mutton. <laughs> so, so first off, let me just uh, say, is it really, really loud where I'm at? 
Uh, we can hear you, but we also hear a little back. We hear the background noise, but it's not. We can still hear you. I'll be muting in and out. Um, so uh, I'm doing this completely mobile from my phone right now. Um, and I'll show you guys where I'm at. I am at the Philadelphia Synthesizer Meetup. Um, lots of cool stuff out here. You see Jesse from the module right there. Um, Rabbit Elephants here. Uh, Copper Traces is here. So uh, some really cool, some really cool stuff, and um, just kind of showing stuff off and explaining things, and learning things. Uh, I'll be speaking on a panel at three o'clock. So if I cut out of here early, it's because I'm getting ready to go speak on that. But uh, yeah, man, Beatmaker, been messing with it for about a week now. It's pretty interesting. I, I got, I got a lot of thoughts on it, but I also have a lot of questions on it too. I'm still. I was actually really surprised because I sent a message out. Um, I sent a message out the other day to Intua, just as a regular customer, just asking some questions, and they are super responsive. So I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, yeah this thing like cool guys over there, man. Um, let's move through the, through the panel. Who else we got? Joe, what's going on, brother? What up? Yo, chilling, man. Trying to stay warm. Trying to stay cool. It's like hundred and something degrees out here in Kansas this week. Oh, we and it, if it's in Kansas, then it's muggy heat. Yeah, man. brother. So yeah, I'm just <laughs> drinking water, staying cool, ready to talk about these beatmaker three, man. Oh, you know what, Joe? When we get off yeah. the show, I'm gonna hit you up just because I may have some things in my future that may take me to Kansas. <laughs> Let me know, brother. So uh, Let me know. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It'd be dope to to chill with you. Definitely. Man. Hey, yeah, man. Stony, what's going on? Hey, Stony, what's going on? You said something to me, Corey. Stony, <laughs> come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I knew that she would respond when I called her. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, when Benjamin calls, Stony listens. <laughs> Yo, so so listen, guys, real quick. I wanted to um, uh, I got a special guest with me, and he's he jumped on Beatmaker Three. Also, I don't know if you guys know a super producer, Ivan Barrios, um, Jill Scott, Music Soul Child. He does all that stuff, but he's like crazy on the Beatmaker and the iPad apps, also. So, oh, say dope. what's up to everybody. What's up, yeah? What's going on, fellas? What's up, bro? Yo, good. Welcome to the show, yeah. man. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here listening to y'all pontificate. <laughs> yeah. uh, the software listening. Uh, Stony got it in the background. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How doing, man? Uh, we hey, good, we man. Have you checked out Big Maker Three? Yes, I downloaded it. I definitely. You know, it's funny. I've been using it since Beat Maker One. Okay. Okay. Back back when uh, like 07, 08 when I had my my first iPhone. Dope. So the new one is definitely like I like I like the layout because I use the push. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it is very push reminiscent. I like the layout. I use the push, and it's got it's got a similar concept to it. Right. Right. No doubt, man. Yeah, they Dope. really put a lot into it for I mean for iOS app. I mean. Yeah, it's pretty powerful, and it does. I remember I was I was chatting with Stony on uh, Marco Polo, and she just happened to show her screen. Not like I'll have Beatmaker Three here too, but just when she showed the screen, I was like, "What's that? You got push on your lap?" <laughs> it was like, "Nah, that's Beatmaker Three, and it so it does have a very familiar interface that way. Man, it's up. definitely very intuitive. I'm definitely uh, gonna dig in a, lo- a lot more than what I've been digging on. Mm-hmm. 
Yo. Cool, man. I'm sitting here chopping stuff up in the kitchen right now. Oh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I've been, been waiting to jump we in. We're making, making, guac, making guacamole and music. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the night slicing. Y'all know I be liking to be you in the kitchen. You heard the slicer, right? I heard it. I was waiting for them to stop talking and ask them what was going down. I'm like, yeah, I hear that. It was, it was <laughs> uniform <laughs> slices, boy. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad that St. Joe, out of everything, he's like harnessing like the sound of knives. Yeah. It's like black. <laughs> That's a oh, show in man. itself, Joe. You okay. know, hey. cooking and beats. Beat yeah, talking yep. cooking. Hey. <laughs> hey, let's do that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yo, let me ask y'all, man. Uh, like so first impressions so far. You, you know, we could just kind of jump in, whoever wants to jump first in. Impressions. First impressions so far on Beatmaker 3. Oh, for me, uh, real quick. I mean, my first impression was I, I love the, the layout. I love like like Ivan just said, you know, it had a lot of I felt like it was the mixture between a lot of push features and a lot of machine features. Also, the way that the groups were set up. And um, I like I like the fact that you can have 64 pads. I, I just like the functionality of it. Um, and first impressions, I just felt like um, a couple of things were a little cumbersome in terms of getting sound into the program and having to like scroll through different pages and things like that. Um, I thought that this, the workflow was a little bit, it was a bit much, but um, if that's your only like source of making tracks all in one, I think it definitely um, is definitely something that somebody that that's all they use, they should have that. For sure. That's what I thought. What For you sure. think? You, what's I, your I agree. I think it's a good scratch, uh, sketch pad in terms of getting your ideas out. Um, it really, for someone who's, for, for entry-level piece of a, as a compositional tool, for someone who's really, like, getting into it as an entry-level piece is great because it really shows you um, from the jump the difference between uh, a beat machine and having a studio. Like, it really, to me, is the is the best entry-level tool for you to actually want to graduate to a dog. Mm-hmm. So you start seeing how everything is mapped out, how everything is laid out as far as the effects, as far as like building your arrangement out, it's, it's, it's a gateway to a dog. So I think that in itself, for the price point, is a, is a one that's just starting out and is just trying to figure out how to jump into the pool, so to speak. Yep, yep. So I think that's the, the strongest suit for that. For that. I could agree with that. I could agree with it. Definitely. And I mean, and think about it, too, to have all of those uh, features where, like you said, it is kind of like gateway to a doll. So to have those doll like features and, uh, you know, typical beat machine type features all in one place for, you know, an iOS device for the price. You know, I don't know if there's anything uh, with that full feature set like that for that price. Yo, hey, I think for me, for me hey, Corey, first, that's, the first thing I noticed was it runs it runs on my iPad too, which is dope. Because a lot of a lot of these new apps don't run on my iPad too. I'm still on the old school, like not iPad Air two. I'm talking about iPad two, like the second one, and that joint loads up and works fine. So for me, that was dope. Dope. Yep. Yeah, I got. Uh, hey Joe, do you have uh, do you have a lot of slowdown because of that? Like, I mean, have you noticed only, that? The only slow, the only slow, the only thing that's slow for me is when it first opens. After that, it just moves. Actually, I feel like it's, I feel like it runs better than Beatmaker Two for me. Like that's wild. You know, when I'm tapping on the pads and everything, I can get a, a lot better groove than I can with Beatmaker One. So for some for some reason, it's more efficient for me. I mean, than Beatmaker Two. 
dope. So that, that's kind of dope that it's an improvement on, on you know, Beatmaker 2. I mean, because Beatmaker 2 was a huge thing for a lot of cats. I mean, I know cats that only have iOS and that are making, yeah. you know, dope beats with only iOS. And so a lot yeah, of cats definitely. was waiting with bated breath for this. So to even see that yeah. there's an improvement on what everybody else was already digging. It's dope right. in itself. Anybody else got any like first impressions or, you know, for instance, like, uh, um, well, whoever want to jump in. I have a quick thought. Yeah. I have a quick thought. Um, so I don't know for sure about all this yet. So I don't want anybody to jump all over me or take my word for Bless gospel you. on this. But I will say that um, the way that the pads are laid out now, from what I, I've been able to understand is each pad is basically like its own environment. Like you can have anything from a plugin on it, which that's another thing is that it uses straight up plugins in it. Like you can load synthesizers into it without even having to use audio bus, which is wild. Like, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I'm just unaware that there's other apps that do that, but I haven't seen it like that. Yeah. They you know, are. Like, there's other ones. Outside of like things like a uh, tabletop, um, kind of more specific, I think this this was really interesting in how it did it. Um, so I was using um, I was using that, and I started noticing that because each pad is its own environment, you can do some really deep stuff. I'm hoping to be able to import uh, full on multi sample patches into it. I don't know the whole process just yet. And I'll probably be talking with Intuit about it, but it could be a really powerful platform as beyond just being a, a song creation thing, but being a environment to store everything that you're going to play if you're going to play on stage. So you could just select a patch and jump between different synthesizers, mm-hmm. jump between different sounds and whatnot, and just play, which is crazy. Yeah, that would be good. Um. I think at the moment it's just uh, Wave and uh, AIFF files that you can import in layer, so there's no sound fonts and stuff like that. But I think that's a real nice. Um, that would be a nice upgrade in the future if you could load sound fonts or even uh, sampler patches or stuff like that. So that would be really yeah. nice. Or just but, have it read the metadata of files so that I can yeah. put the layer in. Because yeah. you can actually. So I was importing a lot of my own drum kits already. And you can just drag entire folders from Dropbox, drop it into the browser, and it'll auto-import it. Now, it, it could use a little tidying up in the browser area um, to make things a little bit easier to search for. But you can drag whole folders in there. And if I can do that, it would be cool if I could drag, drag a whole folder onto a pad and then have it search out the metadata and map it out for me, you know? Like, if I already have crossfading, the pads in there already have crossfading. They they already have just about everything that you would want to see in something like a contact instrument, you know? Mm-hmm. What, I, what I really like is that it's uh, also supporting um, multi-timbral plugins like Gadget. Today, I, I had a session and I imported uh, six tracks from Gadget into a group and mixed it in Beatmaker and combined it with other plugins and stuff. So, and it was so easy. It basically worked like uh, working with, uh, for example, contact in a, in a regular DAW. So you just route your MIDI channels to the, to the app and you're good to go. And it's yeah. everything in the same environment. That's super dope. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
So, yo, Ken, uh, Matthew uh, Garcia uh, from Intua is actually in the chat. And, and I asked him, can you use multi-sample instruments? He says, if you drop samples with metadata uh, on the mapping zones, uh, it'll auto-map them for you. So he says, yeah, it reads uh, bass key, low, high key, et cetera. So, so what I want to know is can I drag multiple samples all at once onto one pad and then have it auto-do that? Uh, I'll ask him. We'll, we'll see. And I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the response because if it can do that, <laughs> You will see me jump higher than you've ever seen a white man jump before. I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, higher than Woody Harrelson? Higher than Woody Harrelson. Can everybody hear everything okay? Because I'm hearing something. Well, somebody in the chat said this is unwatch- unwatchable because there's noise. I'm wondering if it's on their end or... Uh, it's unwatchable because of noise. Yeah, because I mean, I would think. I wonder if it's me. It's unwatchable because of noise. Yeah, I think we're fine. It may be something on that end. Because I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't hear anything. Negative. I think Ken, your mic is breaking up a little bit, but yeah, I don't think it's uh, something. Okay, so yeah. Ken uh, Matthew said, if he drops that, well, he said not yet. Actually, the Mac OS already does but mac os version oh so there's a mac os version yeah at the moment for for the sound designers but i think there will be a port in the future i i thought i heard something like that okay oh that's 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 different that actually i was thinking that i was saying like yo this thing is so powerful that it's almost like they're outgrowing the ios platform (laughs) you know what i mean like with the feature set since they're working with uh, AU and stuff like that, I think it's not uh, not uh, so hard anymore to port things from the iOS version to the Mac version and uh, vice versa. Um, so I think the developers have a little bit less work. Um, I have the Mac version here, actually, because I did a, a sound pack for them. Um, and um, at the moment, basically, it's the same iPad version with uh, mouse support, so you can use your mouse to click around. Um, but it's for for designing stuff. It makes it a little bit easier. Just drag and drop sounds from the hard disk to the to the pads. And uh, wait, can I ask Mike? Can I ask you a question? Is the yeah. browser different in the Mac, the Mac version? On the Mac version? Yes. Uh, no, not at the moment. It's basically exactly the same thing than on the iPad. Okay. It's just a, <laughs> as I, at the moment. It's just a port for the sound designers to make make a life a little bit easier for them. Yeah, but there's hey hope. But there's hope. That's why when you say it's a Mac version, that means like, oh, the browser might be a little bit different just because it'll integrate with the file system in Mac. So, so yeah, let, Daniel, let's touch on that. Like, what's your thoughts on the browser system? Um. Okay. Oh, Real go quick, ahead, go ahead, I go just on. want to check um, if the person who commented about the the noise could comment now, because I went into a sound booth, so I'm I'm literally in a sound booth, that proof booth. So hopefully my noise is gone, and hopefully that improves. Yeah, I don't hear any background noise else. on you so, anymore, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't hear anything. So Corey, yeah. I think my my issue isn't necessarily with Beatmaker Three. My issue is with iOS's file system as a whole. Okay. When it comes to getting any content into any of these apps for music creation, I know in iOS 11, there's going to be a whole new Mac file system. Mm -hmm. But 
I will have to see how I feel when that's implemented. Um, for real, for real, like with all these music making apps, because right now, sometimes you got to either go through Dropbox or through the whole iTunes sharing. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, because for me, when it comes to making music, it's all about workflow and not stopping my creative process. And if I want to bring in a sample and I got to go through three different apps to import something into my software i'm just like oh i'm not creative i don't even want to make beats anymore i'm just gonna go watch netflix (laughs) (laughs) but daniel may i I interrupt you Mm -hmm. because i think the main problem and this is a little bit tricky at the moment but the main problem i see people um is they if they import something from dropbox they uh want to search it from the from the sample page the trick is all your imported folders will show up under the document section, and then you can browse all your folders as you imported them with the same. Oh, name. nice! Yeah, I think yeah, the sample yeah. page, the sample, the sample browser page is whack. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. That sample browser page is horrible. I don't like, but I don't like that in machine either. I don't like seeing a whole bunch of just samples. Yeah, it'd be yeah. nice to have categories they, or some kind of way that you can filter. Don't, Automatically tag at least my user samples in the in the browser is a problem for me. You know Actually, let me let me share my screen with you guys and I show this to you. Oh sure, man. And I, I agree. So when you go to the sample page, it's just a list of all the samples you have. And sure, yeah. you can browse for the <laughs> file name, but you need to know how the files are named. Um, exactly. You you could go ahead and start tagging your own sounds with the with the tagging system in here, so you yeah. can select different sounds. But you can't add um, tags. But, <laughs> What? Can you, you add your own tags? Uh, yes, I think so. When you go to add category right here, um, cool. or at least you can you can use the few um, categories they give to you. I, I don't yeah. think there's a way to add your own at the moment. Yeah, okay. but actually there's a way easier way. So when you imported a folder, you can go to your documents section and then to your samples, and here yeah, they show up all yeah. your your folders, and that makes browsing for the sounds you want a little bit easier. Yeah, that's yeah, how I ended up. That's how I ended up doing it too. Yeah, me too. Right. Yeah, but, but it's really it's really hidden in the documents page because yeah. I, I think documents is just not the right term. People would start searching for their folders, so um, yeah. But that way you can browse it uh, pretty quickly, and that's what I do most of the time. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing too. But it's just that that whole samples page. I, I also I don't see I don't see how it's useful at all, especially if it throws all your multi samples in there. Also, it's like yeah, so that's so Joe. That was the issue for me. So I'm one of those dudes that the way that I search for sounds is I don't import the whole kit. Like I don't import the whole kit. I'll pick right. a, a kick and yeah. a snare. Mm-hmm. So when I'm going into my Dropbox, I'm not trying to put that whole folder into my into you know. No, it's not about it's not about using that whole folder. It's just about yeah. importing your your whole sound pack at first, and then you start picking from that folders. Oh no, I feel you, but if you still got to import. So like, you go to Dropbox, you can pick the sounds, but I got to know the names of them. I got to know the, the what they what they sound like. I'm not one of those dudes. I just start browsing and start yeah. clicking sounds and auditioning yeah, but- it. I, I know what you mean, but it, yeah, it needs a little bit of preparation. So what I most of the time do is I I have my favorite sounds on my on my Mac, and let's say I have a, a, a folder with twenty kicks I I like the most, and I just yeah. copy this over to Dropbox. I import all the kicks to Beatmaker, and if I need a kick, I browse that one folder with my favorite kicks, yeah. and I have them ready to. No, go. I, I tell you, I think for me, 
I'm the dude that has seven million kicks. Word. Okay. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I have seven million kicks, and I wish I could just plug in a flash drive into my iPad and just use that as a drive with all my drum sounds. Yeah, that you know? will and, probably be possible with what? the new file system, but that will take a longer while. <laughs> no, and I feel you. It's just that that's what I'm saying. The workflow is that we're used to having hard drives, flash drives. Uh, compact flash drive, all right. with stuff readily available to audition, and that speeds up our workflow. This actually takes us backwards, where we got to import. We won't be able to hear it until we import, and then you know assigning. So I'm like, ah, eh, kind of slowed me down. I was like, honestly, machine or Ableton is a little faster because I can just preview from from the file system that is the desktop or the hard drive in the computer. So is that, do, do, that's more of a iOS thing than Beatmaker 3 thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's right. an iOS thing because iOS yeah. and that always is a, has you Achilles Hill import. of the whole iOS Beatmaker or music maker. Yeah, thing. bro. iOS always has you import before hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. Yeah, I hear that. Another thing for me on the browser is I don't understand why the the factory or even the packs that you buy from the the beatmaker three shop why are they not tagged the oh, factory yeah hold on factory, samples? samples no tags unless for me like i have no tags already in my you know i can't browse anything by tag unless i go in and tag it myself yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even factory kicks. Like, if yeah, I want to see their factory kicks, I just have to go through a list of factory kicks and a C note and an A flat note. And, like, you know, for me, that's that's frustrating. I figured out the whole documents thing. And, I, you know, I organize my stuff, you know, in the samples folder and just make my own folders. But, you know, yeah. just that, that samples browser is, it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, it's, and it's not bad. It's just different. Like, yeah, and for, for the workflow question, uh, Daniel, I used to be exactly uh, working like you. I had like 2 million samples, but um, I I just started sorting my samples in a new way because I, you know, I get so much sample packs for reviewing and stuff like that. So my hard disk was cluttered with sounds. And actually it took me more time to browse through all the packs until I find the right sound than just... Uh, slimming down my whole collection to uh maybe 200 favorite sounds and just mm-hmm. keep using them you know i feel you i feel I, I totally i mean i just think since i do a lot of multi-genre stuff like tomorrow i'm doing a jazz record the day after i'm doing a indie pop rock you know record on the next day so for me i have to have access to an entire huge library of different things. And I'm like, man, all right, so now I'm gonna get on iOS. How am I gonna be able to have access to all that? And I understand I can have access to it through Dropbox, Mm -hmm. but I can't make quick decisions with Dropbox. Right, because you have to import first, then hear it, right, yeah. Yeah, I will say that. Oh, I'm sorry, but to be fair, um, uh, in other apps, there's not even Dropbox import. Oh no, I'll tell you like yeah. audio share and all this other stuff. And this yeah. re- was really killing Mike, me. I'm spoiled, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I'm spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like I'm spoiled, man. I have like the best of everything when it comes to like making beats. And it's just like yeah. when you like 
Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. When I got the first beta version and I saw they added Dropbox import, the first thing I, I said to them, please make it import whole folders. Yeah. Do not let me import single sounds from Dropbox. And so for me, this is a little bit like heaven at the moment. Oh, oh yeah. And, and not yeah, to mention, I, one thing that I liked about it is that you can, I imported a zip folder from my Dropbox yeah. and yeah. It put it into my imports yeah. as like its own thing, like a folder of, I think it, what it did is it made a folder of the name of the zip file in the imports yeah. folder and documents. And I was like, ah, oh, that, you know, there's some things I use on a computer that won't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think the Dropbox integration, man, is at least for me the best um, in any app because I was expecting when I first hit Dropbox, I was expecting it to wait and and kind of you know try to because I got a bunch of stuff in my Dropbox. I was expecting it to take forever. That joint just popped up. It feels like it's on. It feels like it's on my. IP. Yeah, like it's a local folder. Yeah, there. No, I, yeah. no, I feel you. But I'm just saying, guys, I'm a spoiled beat brat, you know, yeah. like for real, like. <laughs> Like I, I, I also remember my turnaround time, the turnaround time that I have to turn in tracks, like somebody yeah. will hit me up today and I have to turn it in tonight. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, I'm just like, I need fast, I need fast integration. No, and that's yeah. why iOS Definitely. is kind of, I know it's not there yet. And I know I have to put those limitations on my thinking when it comes to iOS. That's why I use it a lot for sound design. You know, yeah. and because then I can integrate it into my entire system. Yeah, I see. You know, it's for me, it's just a tool to sketch out ideas. It's not a full producing environment yet. Um, it's, but is it I not? See it like, I you mean, know, when, when the, the when interesting a, the interesting thing about that, Mike, is that um, although I can see why we would say that it's a good sketch tool, but I know people that have used Beatmaker 2 as like, boom, that's it. That's what I made that sure. with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just talking about myself. Can, can do that for sure, mm -hmm. but you have to deal with all the limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? right. it's, it's just not right. as comfortable yet as working with a computer. Mm -hmm. And for, but for me, as I, I, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I miss this and I miss this feature and I miss that feature. But now I see, you know, it's like a painter. When a, when, when you, a painter goes out, um, a lot of them just have a little sketchbook and a pen and not their full color palettes and yeah. their, their whole set of brushes when they go out. So mm -hmm. I, it's just a, a point of view. If you're looking yeah. for a, like a full featured, easy to use, super comfortable way, then a laptop might still be a better choice for you. But if what? you need something yeah. that's super compact and you can get started super quickly, then I think it works great. Well, here, here's what I'll tell you, Mike. Um, compared to where we were a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. this is an amazing tool to make music. So I'm not complaining about the progression of, right. of what this is. For me, it's just the functionality of being a dude that works in the studio with professional gear. And then for you to tell me like, oh no, you can make beats just as well on this thing, which is true, but the workflow is something that you have to get your head around. Mm -hmm. because, yeah. because man, let me tell you, I'm all about workflow. I'm all about, can I press this and this happens? That's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so for me, it could be an amazing tool, but if the menu system is horrible, 
That's yeah. that's why, like, we talk about the electron stuff all the time. Amazing tools, super, super but, amazing tool. But, but yeah, we, some, the, the but some of us can't people. get with the with the menu diving and trying to make one thing happen that we can do with one button on machine. It takes yeah. three three buttons on an electron machine. So not, that's so that to uh, I'm like fumbling, but these are all good. But it depends on are you willing to bend yourself to that workflow. Yeah, yeah, that's what. It, hey, you know an, another thing too. Uh, what kind of controllers? Okay, so let, let me just say the interface of iPad. Uh, there's something that's real dope about you know the touch in the screen and being able to slide across things and the whole touch surface. But sometimes I don't necessarily like the idea of you know you used you get used to the feel of the rubber on your fingers when tapping pads and stuff. So. There's probably going to be a lot of people to use this with controllers. Has anybody tried it with any controllers out there? Yeah, also there's a velocity when you the screen too, because it's just full velocity when you hit it. Oh yeah, I mean, it's full velocity when you hit the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but they added yeah. they do a velocity thing for the pads, man, where you can, yeah. you know, play like that. That, oh, right. yeah, you can go like for me because velocity is huge. I don't like full velocity at all. So by them throwing that in there, where I could just yeah. play my hi hats or play my kicks with velocity like that, that was dope. Like I like that. Yeah, you know it, it's really yeah. dope. So I mapped this to Beatmaker Three, and I also mapped my OP One to Beatmaker Three, and it works great. Like, yeah. yeah so I tried these two. Yo, you busted out the Cuneo? Yeah, I busted out the Cuneo. <laughs> oh, word? Oh, yeah. man, you got to let me know how the Cuneo worked with it. Well, you know. Yeah, I never made it out to go get it, man. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to hook up so I could give this to uh, to Rod when he started beta testing, and we never we never got a chance to hook up. And then, so when I got the license last week, I was like, oh, well, I got Cuneo. <laughs> I'll just, <laughs> just check that out with it. But you know what? Um, it integrates. Oh, word. What's up, Sam? But it integrates pretty nicely with it. Uh, but you know what? I think it's just my Q-Neo. There's something about the Q-Neo that triggers constantly. And it doesn't mean that the, the pads are on loop. You know how you can have a program in Beatmaker where the pads, uh, each yeah. pad has a loop forward or backward or whatever it is. I made sure it was just yeah. on one shot or no loop. All right, and, right. and even so when I hit it on the screen, it's fine. It's just a one shot. But when I hit it with Cuneo, depending on the velocity you hit it with, it just re-triggers nonstop. It's just crazy. Like right. as long as your finger on it, it re-triggers. So I don't know. That could just be something with my Cuneo. I don't know. Well, there, there are still a few glitches with the MIDI controllers, but okay. um, yeah, today they sent me the latest beta, and they said there yeah. will be a lot of MIDI improvements with it. Okay. Um, so I heard some people uh, using uh, BeatStep Pro had some problems with it. Um, but okay. um, from I, I yeah. just I hooked up the key step that worked pretty good. And what I really like is I didn't dig too much into the MIDI mapping mode, but if I understand it right, they have this uh, fo focus mode, which works like the Studio Link in a uh, no Control Link in Studio One. Right. So you can you yeah. can have a bunch of knobs and you can map it to everything that is in focus differently, and it switches when you change the view. Yeah, so man. that's that's something I wish Ableton or Machine would add. I mean, machine has it kind of similar with the with the mappings, but um, nobody does it as good as Studio One on the on the desktop right. computer. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's really nice that you have an iPad app that actually beats a lot of uh, desktop apps feature-wise. And uh, all beating uh, desktop apps feature-wise, we have Time Stretch <laughs> with BeatMaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty dope. And it's working yeah. actually really good. It sounds it sounds really good. I haven't got a chance to try the Time Stretch yet, but you know what was funny about that is like time stretch, having that time stretch on it, especially when there's so many more revered companies that are just getting to a point where they have time stretch or either there's things out there that are supposed to be for beat makers or sample heads that don't have time stretch, which is kind of crazy. So that shows you that Beatmaker 3 is already kind of ahead of that curve (laughs) that it even has that in the first place. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, I started on that joint, man. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think overall, man, like it's a really dope they really did a good job with it. I really like the interface. You guys know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm huge yeah. on the interface. I really like the way it looks. I like the mixer. I like the way that you can, you know, because I was like, okay, am I only going to be able to, you know, add and control the whole group? It's like, no, you can show all the pads and I can go and add an effect on individual pads and, yeah. and do different stuff yeah. like that. Like, that's dope. Um, like I said, for me, the, the main thing is I'm like the like workflow. And so a lot of it for me, the things where I get hung up is kind of the different steps. Like if I'm looking at the pads and I want to add a sample to a pad, I want to just be able to go to the browser instead of having to go into the sample and then browse from the sampler and and stuff like that. Like little different, little simple things like that, or even the way that you switch from focusing on the pattern and then you go back to the bank. Like if I touch the pattern. I'm on the pattern. I would imagine if I touch the bank, it should go back to the bank. But no, I have to touch yeah. the pattern again to get off the bank. Like little stuff like that for me mm-hmm. is, is what hangs up. Not so much huge things. Like feature-wise, that joint is, I don't know anything that's honestly touching it. You know what I'm saying? Or, um, exactly. You know, right. so it's just, it's for me, it's always small things that mm-hmm. hinder my workflow. Made me go, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's it's the little things like that, like the browser and the, and the tagging and the sample list and all that different type of stuff. And, so, so but no. um uh that's kind of one of those things like you mentioned with the with the pad with the effects like you could add an effects to a pad now yeah. when you do that though like i'm looking at it right now uh mm-hmm. um and it says create layer effect right you got your four layers there for that particular pad and then yeah no, which is I'm dope that in the you, mixer in the mixer okay yeah yeah, in okay. The yeah, mixer. yeah 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 in the mixer okay yeah, so if you if you yeah, got a kit loaded up and you're in the mixer, you can say stuff. show pads, mm-hmm. and then you show the effects, and now you can add effects on each individual pad. Oh, so dope. you know, yeah, it's it's. Oh it's, yeah, okay, I see yeah. that now. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yes, that's dope. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can I can show it real quick. Yeah. Here, so there me. there are actually multiple layers of yeah. uh, of effects, so you can have um. In the sampler itself, you can load different filters. So that's basically the, the lowest step. Then you can have the layer effects where you have like a bit crusher overdrive, but uh, only these four effects are available. Now, yeah. Do you see my screen? Guys? Yeah, I, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, I have your screen on. Yeah. yeah. Then in the mixer, that's where you... Uh, well, really but you can... know, it's not changing though. Yeah, nothing's changing for me. I thought maybe I was the only one, so I didn't say anything. Now oh, I see yeah, your mouse. I see screen, your dude. mouse moving now, but yeah. Oh, no, I, I oh, should not. Actually, that was the iOS version of Beatmaker. I just showed you. I need to go 
to where's my uh I'm kind of jealous that you're using the mouse on Beatmaker. Why that I'm jealous about that? I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the spoiled me, yo. I'm sorry, yo. Like, look, I'm like, yeah. in, in D's mind, it's like, I don't like using mice on Beatmaker. Well, wait a minute. You using a mouse? I want to use a mouse on Beatmaker. <laughs> Come on, kid. Use a mouse on Beatmaker. Actually, actually it's, it's a little bit weird at the moment because you, you start clicking on the on things and you have to think it's like clicking with the finger. So it's not exactly yeah. like in the desktop app. So uh, let me see. Now you should be able to see it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. So let me go back here. So on the sample page, you have on the sampler side, on the bottom right, there's this filter section where you can choose different filters. Then you have right. the layer effects where you only yep. have these four effects available at the moment. And then there's the mixer. And here you can go crazy. So you can go yeah. from each group. You have the effects section. And basically, there's no limitation in how many effects you want to add to that bank. That's really, if your CPU can handle it, you can keep adding effects forever. Wow. Right. Yeah, it's and, dope, uh, man. And yeah, then you can go to cool. each individual pad and do that. Exactly. You can double tap on the bank, and then it opens up the mixer. So you yep. have all your single tracks. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm not sure if you can do it on every pad. I think you have to use the send, the aux sense for this. I thought I clicked. I thought I clicked on the pads, man, and, and I was able to add effect. Maybe it was just for the group, and I thought it was going to no, add it to the... It's for the group, but you can have up to eight send effects. Gotcha. So, um, That's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I knew you could do the sends for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can add the sound effects, and as you can see, it's eight of them. So that's right. absolutely nuts. Eight of them per instrument on a group. I mean, well, per, Corey, per that's pad. why I was telling you. That's yeah. why I use my I use my uh, my MIDI fighter twister to do that exact same thing. Okay, I yeah. see. It's like, man, let me map this joint to all those sends and knobs so that I can just start doing live effect stuff while my beat is playing. That's what's up. And yeah, man, it worked. It worked really well. Yeah, and what's no. also what's also really dope is if you use like um, a multi-channel USB audio interface with it, you have this in and output section, and you can route yeah. sounds to different outputs of the interface. Yep. So you can use it like a um, multi-channel effects processor <laughs> and right. use it with your desktop. Mm. Yep. That's what's up. Yeah, that's yep. no, dope, man. Like functionality-wise. They they did a they yeah like is I don't know anything that's touching it in terms of the power and the different things that you the amount of things that you can do um, for me like I said it's just a few some few things that I think could be br- polished up a little bit on the workflow side to make things a little bit smoother and, and just to kind of match the interface the interface is so smooth and sleek and it's like some things take you know a few steps that I feel like could be cut out here and there so. Yeah, I think there will be a lot of improvements with the next updates. Yeah. And uh, when you look at the in the forums, with uh, a lot of people made really good feature suggests already, and uh, they they as uh, Ken said, they're super responsive and they they really yeah. listen to what people want. Yeah. So, oh, I yeah. got I got one, I got one thing, uh, Mike. So I made a bunch of kids in Beatmaker too. Hmm. Some for some reason I can't transfer them joints over. Um, actually, I never tried it myself, but from what yeah, I heard, I it, it, 
totally possible to import your Beatmaker 2 kits to Beatmaker 3. Maybe, Rod, you, did you try it? I did try it, and I wasn't able to either. I wasn't. I tried to open up a couple Beatmaker 2 uh, projects, and that didn't work either. No, not the projects, but I think the, the sound. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I'm saying, but I, I tried that as well, and neither of them worked. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I have to ask the guys, uh, there there should be a way, but a lot of people, um, I heard from a lot of people that they were not able to, to uh, find their sounds from Beatmaker 2, and uh, maybe they they find a way to spend an easier import, because it yeah. totally makes sense. Well, I think that's down to the iOS file system again, because yeah. each app, app yep. is its own thing, like, mm-hmm. you know, Imagine the guys over into it could come up with like some type of bulk, bulk export from Beatmaker Two and make it some type of file. You know what I'm saying? And then you know you can just export your stuff from there and then go into Beatmaker Three and yeah. import. Like I, it, it would take them to do something like that because I don't see any way for the apps to talk to each other for you to browse it just because of how iOS is. You know, it's no, it, it's each app is its own container. That's always yeah. That's but, always been a downside on iOS. Yeah, but, but based then, on what they've done, man, like I don't, I don't have a. There's no doubt that they could figure out a way to do it. Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't doubt it because so far everything else they've come up with is pretty dope. But yeah. but then again, um, I mean, what definitely works is you can load Beatmaker Two as a plugin into Beatmaker Three and resample it. <laughs> so oh. if it's just a kit you're missing from Beatmaker Two, you could load it up and uh, just record all the 16 pads really quick, slice it up, and you have it in Beatmaker 3. I feel you, but then that's that whole, I'm opening up a DAW in a DAW to... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just offering this. It would be a one-time action for that specific thing, though. I'm sorry. That's, I feel you. Hilarious, I feel, that's, that's a really specific task. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm with D, though. I'm no. a black man playing a black man that. pretending I, to be a black man. That's that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I... I'm just saying the the whole slicing thing on it and everything is just it, it looks really promising. I haven't given given enough time to be dedicated to just like having my iPad and audio interface and a record player so that I can just workflow. Yeah, I but so far from what I've seen, it's really interesting. No, it works, guys. This is the best tool that I have for slicing samples in Beatmaker. Hell yeah, <laughs> I agree. Let's go. Because I don't have my it. finger is not going to be real precise <laughs> in big fingers. I was here, I was like, man, let me slice this snare drum. End up slicing the kick like a bar before. And I'm yeah. like, no, you ain't lying, dude. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I got, I got, I got this Apple pencil. Let me see how this works. Man, this has saved my life with Beat Maker Three. I'm I was like, I'm here, I'm here, like, I'm like, ha. Ha! 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 I'm karate chopping the crap out of these snares. (laughs) Actually, you mentioned it. I used to work with a graphics tablet in Ableton, and it made MIDI editing a a lot more fun than with the mouse. What? Oh, I'm about to try that joint. Thank (laughs) Thank you for telling me that. You came up with it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> said you came up with it with yourself. No, but I'm saying on Ableton. I haven't tried it on Ableton, like because I'm one of those random. Do- I just like to draw random things and see what happens. So yeah. if, you know, that's gonna. Ooh, I'm draw random midi smiley faces. See what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> also, drawing in automations with a with a graphics pen is much easier than with the mouse. So then mm. I'm seeing that Intuit should be um, yeah making 
making editing pins, beat maker three editing pins. When you go like this, it's undo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no oh. doubt. That's maybe dope. they can come up with some drumsticks. There it is. Did, did you guys see those, those wireless drumsticks? Oh, I used to have them joints. I would annoy the hell out of my wife with them joints. <laughs> with the air drums. Like yeah, I walk around. I think it's a good, a good, a good, a good. all day, man. <laughs> annoying, annoying my wife, man. It's hilarious. Hey, Rod. So, yeah. uh, I don't know if cats realized, but I wanted to mention you. You had like the most popular Beatmaker two uh, tutorial video, right? Uh, or one of the I most popular. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's got it's up in like three hundred, four hundred views a day. Yeah, but it was only yeah. Let's be correct on So I got a yeah. I got a I got mine's on an iPad mini. Yours is on the, the big joint, right? The the yeah, iPad the XL. How's the <laughs> how's that screen compare? Because it what'd you have before, like a regular iPad? It was iPad 2 that I was working on before. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it much better to have it on a big screen there? Um, it is, but dude, the slicing was still infuriating. Like for whatever reason, my finger was just too fat, even on this bigger screen. Mm. So I busted out the pencil, just like the steel did. Dope, dope. And, uh, yeah, how, do you, how do you guys add slices? I mean, there uh, are two ways. Yeah, so pull up, pull up, the, pull up your screen, Mike. That was, that was the thing, dude. Like I was, oh, I was kind of. Uh, frustrated with that at first because there was two ways to do it and well I don't know if you can see like yeah, I was tapping up here dude above the above the line is where I would have to add like that okay. and that's that's the easiest way I've found okay but then there are three okay. ways <laughs> because <laughs> the what I find out what is the in my opinion the most comfortable way is don't tap on the top drag down and hold your finger on the screen and then you can still move the slice. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I mean, yeah. there's um, the way I, I don't like is uh, I think there's this little scissors icon on the, on the sample page where you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In. Yeah. yeah. That, that I don't like that way, but when you, that yeah. needs to go. when you just drag <laughs> down the slices and move them around, I think that's well, cool. you have to, activate it like that right like i can't just drag down if the scissors aren't no you have to be in the slice mode yeah you have to activate slice mode oh, then... about the scissors down here no on the top yeah the big one yeah oh, ken is just stealing the image again <laughs> and then uh, well, let, let me let me change to the to Rod is like that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, he's not wrong. Hey, that looks good, man. On that big screen like that, that because yeah. I have an iPad Mini. That's so, a stark difference. <laughs> hey, if, if if Apple want to drop off one of them iPad Pros for the Thousand Gear Lab, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> Word, I feel you. <laughs> So when you uh, in the in the slice mode, you just uh, basically you tap on the timeline and hold it and drag it down and then you can move it freely. Right, right, right. What were you talking about? The scissors, the the one, the way you don't like. Which one's the one you don't like? Oh, this one right here. Um, yeah, those, yeah, those suck. Dude. I don't like that. Then you can just tap. Get rid of those scissors. 
<laughs> yeah, I did not like that at all. That was the most frustrating one for me. Yeah. Yo, what they need to do is that manual chop. Just let me play the sample and tap it into the pads. That would be Yeah, dope. that would be nice. Yep. That'll, that, that'll I, be, bet, I bet they'll add it, man. I bet they'll add it. Like, no, of course. Cause I just I just don't see anything that these cats can't do just looking at this app and what they've done so far. It's like, all right. Yeah, they seem to have their mind right for it, yep. too. That's that's yep. the big thing is a lot of these companies that are making these things, they're not really using them in, the, in any similar way to hip-hop producers. So, you know, when you see somebody who clearly gets it, mm-hmm. change. Yeah, they're definitely working on page. it. Oh, what's up, Rod? So this page is probably the most frustrating page for me when I first, like my first impressions. Um, along with the slicing, which is, it's gotten better, but like the groups, when you go to uh, set stuff in groups, here is where I would like to select, like, let's say I wanted to group these two kicks. You can't select multiple paths here, even when you tap select. Like it just doesn't make. Yeah, there's no multiple select. I, I saw that too. Yeah, that, was, that, yeah. that was that was annoying. And then like, um, you can look at your samples. Well, I don't have anything multi-layered, but if there was three in here, I decided I didn't want the one in the middle. I couldn't just delete it, dude. Like, that was pretty frustrating. I think they may have fixed that by now. But last time I checked, yeah. I couldn't just delete the middle sample. I had to wipe out the entire pad. So it's a, hey it's guys, a, I gotta run. Um, I gotta get ready to go do my panel talk, but uh, I'll, I'll check you guys later and uh, make sure somebody records it. Make yeah, sure it's recorded. Yeah, yeah. recorded. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna try to, but uh, I'm lazy. So we'll see what's up. I, I did <laughs> man, bring my camera. Record that thing. Everything. Somebody, so. as many cameras is running around. I think somebody. World. I think somebody from the university is recording it, but I'm not 100 okay. sure. But Word. Um, yeah. Anyway, so. Check out fluxwithit.com. Peace. Peace. Wait, this way. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Peace. So, you know, uh, Matthew just happened. I wanted to go back to the controllers right quick. Matthew just, uh, he mentioned in the chat that um, Matthew from Intua, when he used his Cuneo, it sends like a lot of MIDI data for some reason. So he's, it's, mm. that's something that I guess he's going to be working on. But at the same time, Sam said right after that, that, uh, um. Oh, so there's noise problems. Hey, people in the chat, can you how how you hear us? Can you hear us at all? Or is it yeah, crackling like, in the sound? I was hearing a lot of crackles. I was hearing lots of crackles. I don't hear anything. I hear anymore. crackles from you, Rod. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Me but too. everybody else seems to sound okay. Yeah, Rod, you might sound. Yeah, Rod's like I hear all this crackling. I think it's over there. <laughs> Yeah, your mic sound like it's a bag of chips. Oh, yeah, oh so like so they they said in the chat that everything sounds pretty well except for Anthony. So Rod, I think you may have the crackling over there when you <laughs> 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 so, it's all good, like man. It's, it's like vinyl static. So you know, hey, we talking about sample and all that stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> <Word. two> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh uh but Sam was saying that his his QNEO works fine. He got a template for it. So, yo, Sam, if you still listening out there, I want to check that template out. Maybe send it to me <laughs> and Matt. You know, you know, Sam be digging into like the metadata of everything. Yeah, he probably reprogrammed yeah. the whole yeah, damn thing. Like, Plus, like, what I did was I went into the code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it working perfect. Like, bruh, 
not even like, a QB into, on that joint. It's not even a yeah, QB yeah. no more. That joint is, he got a full running NPC. Yeah, that's right. He got a, that's right. Over there on that. he got a <laughs> custom <laughs> firmware for the QB. Yeah, I added the yeah, SP12 2017 <laughs> firmware into it. <laughs> hey, but you know, didn't he used to work for uh, Keith McMillan's? Sam is a man. Sam so, man. Yeah. ain't no telling. He probably knows something to do with the Q-Neo. He probably, I think he may have even been around when this thing first came out with uh, Q-Neo. Them. Hey, and the other thing is what I like, and this is probably not revolutionary for anybody. This joint is Bluetooth, right? Yep. So um, I was, I was, I had my iPad connected to my Bluetooth iLoud speaker. And then I was thinking like, oh, I probably can't use this because it probably ain't going to see that Bluetooth too. But I was able to use both of them. So I was able to use the mini yeah. from this as a Bluetooth, uh, a Bluetooth MIDI controller and use my Bluetooth speaker. So I thought that was dope, but that may not be something that's super revolutionary, but I was happy I was able to do it. What kind, of late, what kind of latency were you getting from your iLoud? Because I tried it with my iLoud and the pad would hit, like I would hear the sound like a couple milliseconds after I would hit the pad. You know what? I did get some, some latency mm-hmm. from that. And I wasn't sure if it was latency from you know, what I was tapping or like, you know what I mean? I, I wasn't too sure if it was actually the, the speaker or not. So I haven't tried it with my headphones to really see because that was a frustrating thing. But you you may be uh, right. It may have been I, the, the Bluetooth speaker. I think that's Apple's uh, Bluetooth, dude. Because like anytime I watch something, the, the audio is always a millisecond off or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, I think that's just how the Bluetooth works. Yeah, I, I think that's that Bluetooth in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, the, the, I don't know, that was kind of annoying, but I figured it was just something else. I was like, you know, sometimes you can get something that annoys you when you're doing stuff and you're like, all right, Netflix and chill. (laughs) You know, I don't feel like troubleshooting whatever this is because it could be something totally different. Yeah, that's that's me all the time. The moment something's not working, either I'm real bold and I'll tackle it. I won't sleep that night because I'm trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just like, you know what? I'm about to go make some waffles. That's the reality. I'm just like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. I'm uh, waffles. I just make the mix and put in the waffle bait and it's done. Word this, I'm trying to figure out this latency is going to take me all day. I ain't trying to. Wa- mm-hmm. Waffles are more instantaneous. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, so. So I haven't actually done a lot of sampling into it yet. And I hate that because my week was more busy than I expected it to be. But I was yeah. hoping to kind of chop some stuff and do some stuff. And I haven't done that. So I'm going to try to spend some more time with it this this coming week and uh, see what I can kind of figure out. Um, yeah, my my new iPad comes in this week. I got the, I got the same one as Rod. I got the 2017 uh, uh, 12.9. Oh, and, yeah, because... It's not a new you know, one, is it? Huh? Is it? Didn't they? So they didn't the, update the twelve. No, they updated both of them. Oh yeah. So, so it has the 120 uh, refresh rate on the screen. Uh, six core, four gigs of RAM. It's USB three connector instead of Lightning, but it's still a Lightning connector. But it's USB three actual bus. Right. Um, which is dope because I'm going to be doing a lot of my video editing and graphics and all that stuff on my iPad. So I'm excited about that. But Beatmaker, I know, will run insane on it. Oh, yeah. So um, because I've been using a lot of the audio damage plugins, uh, the AU, uh, AU3, 
on iOS. <laughs> man, man, those joints are amazing. Yo, do you and know I downloaded those? I, I copped those just because I have Beatmaker 3. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm want those in there. I want to be able to use those too. <laughs> yeah, no. Yo, Corey, they're good. Like the EOS yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. The EOS 2 on the iPad. Dude, okay, so. I'll share this. I I just got the iConnect Audio Four Plus, mm-hmm. right? Mm. And and one thing that's really dope is that I can send any audio from my computer to my iPad back yeah. to my computer. So I'm literally using my iPad as, as a process. plugin, as an effects process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's already a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't got to buy plugins anymore. I could just buy the less expensive version of it for my the $10 iPad. versions, the $5 yeah. you know versions. I, mean? like, I could just buy the $5 version for my iPad and just yeah. use that as a plugin. And I could send MIDI from my computer to my iPad, like, and yeah. vice versa. I'm sold. That's why I feel like a, a lot of people hate on iPads for music creation, but you don't realize how dope of a tool it is. Well, that's the thing. I think some people hate on it as a as a music production tool if they're not used to that workflow and that environment. But as a music production, like the actual production tool. But I think what people don't realize is you could use it as like a music utility, you know, yes. like that supplements your regular studio or your regular beat making process. Right. So I've been using Audilus on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Right making effects patches in Audilus and then routing that through Ableton. So I'm making my own crazy delays and reverbs using that as a send in Ableton. Bro, I don't need to get plugins no more, man. Like, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But, I just mm-hmm. sold my oscilloscope, my analog oscilloscope, um, because it took away so much space. I had like one of these really old hammock uh, oscilloscopes. Yeah. It took away so much space and I just found an oscilloscope app for free bucks and now I use my I use my iPad dock. I plug iPads and audio from the computer to it, and have it standing next to my modular. It's exactly the same thing. It's even more precise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, don't even get me started on the control surfaces on the iPad. Like, uh, so, so, Poly Playground. Yo, <laughs> is dope. Cordion is dope. A bunch yep. of crazy stuff. And also, since I use Touchable when I don't feel like carrying my push around, yeah, man. Yo, Touchable is ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. And that, I mean, yeah, talking about that, man, like, that's another thing that I thought was dope in Beatmaker 3 is the way that they added the, the whole chords and the, you know, the scales and all that stuff. Like, that's that's dope, you know, because it's like, if you just got your iPad, you know, you can't really get busy on the keys. Like, you can do some yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. can't really do, you know what I'm saying? So that makes it really easy to, to knock out some ideas and not have to pull out a controller, even though, you know, I mean, this is nothing to pull out a controller, but, you know, sometimes you just want that right there. So to be able to actually lay down some yeah. nice progressions and stuff, man. And um, also yeah, send MIDI so. out. Also, you can send MIDI out from all that stuff to right. all your other gear. So, like, yep. if I want to play chords on my whatever Ultranova, I can play the chords in Beatmaker and just sample yep. them joints back in. Yep. You know, it's super dope. Low-key, yep. I wouldn't be mad if... Into a, I'm just saying this right now. If y'all were to come out with a hardware device, you know what I'm saying, that goes along oh, word. with you know, with your, you know, I'm just saying, just saying, yeah. you know, for the for the old school dudes, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. like touching buttons. No, I agree, I agree. I'm, I'm one of them cats, man. I, I mean, as much as I love the touch screen, you know, sometimes I just feel like 
filling a pad or turning a knob or, or hitting a button. Um, and there's a lot of stuff out there, but like you said, there's nothing like a, a purpose made controller for anything. Mm-hmm. anything so like here's the thing. Cause I thought about that too, about a, a purpose made controller for beat maker three or, or beat maker in general. But then, you know what, when it comes to the fact that it's the iOS device, how do you think yep. that like, you know, obviously, cause then at that point, Yep. We've seen some companies try to do that, at least one or two. And then iOS, yep. Apple changes something and it, it totally invalidates. <laughs> yeah, you, can't, yeah, you can't make you can't make no hardware for iOS no. because then it's going to end up being that NPC link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. take, yeah, or the oh, or the, uh, oh, the other one. The fly, I had, I had NPC the iPad. fly or whatever. Yeah. Really. I had the iPad <laughs> controller. I had, yeah. the big, I, had the big, I had the 49 key joint that you stick the iPad in. Yeah. 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 I can, you see, I don't have it. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was going to be dope. And I got it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That thing. I don't even remember the thing. I don't even remember the Apple, name of it. Apple, Apple was like, nope, we're using lightning connectors now. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. You go around you and you buy all them 30 pin you joints. You got mad stuff at home with 30 pins. You're looking around like, man, how many adapters do I got to get for all this stuff? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's the key. But for, you know what, though? Two days. When they. The, yeah. Go for it, Mike. Go for it, Mike. Uh, I said, I had it for two days. And then I plugged in the iPad and it was not a lightning connection. It was the old, uh, what was it? 30 uh, pin. 30 pin, yeah. And you yep. plugged it in, but it always lost the, the power connection. And mm-hmm. every two seconds, we're like, doo-doo. Right. Every time I recorded, it was like, I would have been so, yo, I would have, yo, I would have made hella waffles that week. Yo, that sound always went out through. That sound still went out through the audio lane, so it was in every sound. All your samples had a signature sound. Like, yo, is that your tag? Oh, Mike must be on the beat. I would have, yo, I would have been so mad. Crazy because they fold always. They unplug their phones, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, I would have. I would have been so mad because look, I'm a, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty easy going dude. But like when I'm making music, if something keeps like failing, that puts me in a bad mood, man. Yeah, like that's that's man. The other day I was working on a project and machine kept crashing, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm about to go shave my head, cut my beard off, <laughs> and sing Hare Krishna songs. <laughs> yeah, dog. I was, I was, just, I was just frustrated. I was like, man, I need some sort of solace. You like? Right I now. bet your Harry Krishnas don't have this problem when they sing it on the streets. Bro, bro, I had to go pray. Go and do that. Bro, I had to go pray. <laughs> bro, I, had to go pray. I was just upset. I'm like, man. I, every time I pr- play this chord, joint crash. I'm like, no. <laughs> and imagine me and my dog looking at me. Like, yo, what's wrong with you, D? That's that's what I picture him talking. Like, yo, what's wrong with you? That's what Weezy talk. <laughs> and and, I, and I'm here like I don't. It just keeps crashing, and I can't do nothing. And I'm looking for an electric razor, and I'm just trying to figure out. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do, man. Now yeah. I would never, I would never cut my beard. Steve, Steve's over here, like, no, not the beard. Now I wouldn't cut that. Beard. <laughs> no. Hey, but you know what? Though speaking of like a purpose made controller, though, if they if they're gonna do a Mac OS version, then we're talking. You know what I mean? Obviously, I mean as far as as far as a dedicated controller, it, yeah, it would be really dope to do that. But I mean, still. Whenever iPads change, you wouldn't necessarily be able to use it. But if they could figure out a way of work around that, have a well, a cool this is dedicated probably controller. this is probably the only software that 
beats Akai in one area. Mm-hmm. The the AU three. Mm-hmm. Because if companies are coming out with mirror images of their plugins, mm-hmm. now you have to say to yourself, "Well, I can really have a standalone machine with plugins." Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Be- because now companies are building this new AU3 platform and that's people don't realize how much of a game changer that is. That is. Because, it really is. because the moment that Apple decides, you know what, guys, <laughs> bump this iOS stuff, we're actually going to put Mac OS X on an iPad. Yeah. Now you have all of your plugins mm-hmm. running here. And like I said before, the new iPad is six core. Four gigs of RAM is only going to get better. Right. If you saw the benchmarks, it's running faster than the 12-inch MacBook when it comes to video rendering, when it comes to a lot of other stuff, multi-core performance, all that cool stuff. We're we're about to get to a place where we're going to see a keynote one day like, oh, yeah, by the way, Logic is on your iPad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could see that coming sooner than later. Oh, no, it is. I, yeah. bro, I smell it in the air. Yeah. I feel like Apple farted somewhere in California and I smell it all the way over here. <laughs> smell like waffles? Smell like waffles. I smell like waffles. <laughs> I mean, I really think that's bringing logic to the iPad is really a thing they they working on already. I mean, uh, I just saw with the iOS 11 beta you'll mm-hmm. now be able to send MIDI and audio directly through the lightning port. So yep. you don't need, I mean, it's possible now, but you need specific apps and they're yep. a little bit buggy and they crash from time to time and lose connection. But um, if this is implemented directly into the lightning port, um, there's nothing much that holds them back to bring logic to the iPad. Exactly. It's yeah. it's going to be, dude, it's going to happen because they ain't going to let Microsoft win with the Surface, dog. No. They, they're they, not gonna they let them win. To. Yep. Steve Jobs is in his grave right now. Like, I'll get you, Microsoft. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And also with the new file system, that's yeah. also another step that makes it possible to port um, OS X or Mac OS to the iPad. Right. Just like the Surface does. Uh, does. Hey, Mike. Uh, question: well, Am I correct to say that? Uh, you're going to be able to drag files from your desktop to your iPad in the new um, in the new iOS 11 because that's part of it's it has iCloud integrated into it so that you can drag files from your desktop into your iCloud and it'll show up in yeah, your as, um, as far as I understood it is now a file system that is pretty much the same than Mac OS so you have the same files and folder structures. And yeah, so I think that's what they what they said. Yeah, that's yeah, man. Basically, I need, I need I mean, a new iPad, man. Word. What? Uh, my my <laughs> look, I need. Well, I think my 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 iPad Mini is is fine, but my Mac Pro, my MacBook Pro died on me last week, last weekend over the weekend, and it hurt. It hurt bad, man. It hurt. <laughs> I was in the middle of doing some stuff, and I remember. Yeah, I'm. I, I had to kind of pull back and say I, I can't do that stuff now because this thing broke on me. Is and ain't, I ain't about to go buy no new MacBook Pro. It's gonna have to wait. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah just, just yo, just wait, man, because you already know they always put out the corny version first, mm-hmm. and then the second version is like, oh yeah, this is the cornless version. Yeah, Here you go. Yeah. 
pull yeah. back for so you don't have to beta test the MacBook Pro. Yeah, man, I, I, I ain't trying to do that, man. Straight up. Um, how did how did you guys feel about the sound quality of Beatmaker? Whatever well, I put in there, sound like yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I don't, I didn't sample into it, but I loaded up samples and yeah. it sound whatever I put in there. It sounded like what I put. Yeah, in there. I, I felt like it sounded really good. Um, what yeah. what are your thoughts on the time stretch algorithm? I, I have a time stretch. Yeah, I have a mess. I loaded in. Uh, I, don't time, I don't time stretch much, though. Y'all don't be out here stretching, yo? <laughs> I loaded in. He's uh, <laughs> like, I got to rethink my group of crew over here. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just asking because obviously I've been using Serato sample for the past couple weeks. Right. And I'm going to say this and you can fight me on this. <laughs> it's the best sounding algorithm I've ever heard in anything. Like it just sounds amazing. I stretched that joint like three times slow, and it still sounds yeah. like a whole. I can still hear the chords. I can still really? hear the bass. Right. And so I there's, was, there's no, there's no like yeah, because I know what you mean. Sometimes time no, stretching can get to that old thing, less, like slightly choppy millisecond, micro millisecond choppiness. Yeah, there, there's less artifacts than what you hear in Ableton than what you hear in. You know, because they're using the Serato pitch and time algorithm, which is highly regarded when I know right. these other DAWs are, are licensing from like Zynaptic or from like Elastic Art. You know, they're mm-hmm. all licensing the same time stretch algorithm. So it's just like when you hear a different one, you're like, man, this sounds really good. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, well, but don't have to mess yeah, with that later today. Yeah, the Beatmaker joint sounded good to me. And I was just curious, like, yo. What did they use to get that algorithm? Because it doesn't um, sound bad. It's uh, wait, let me look it up because I just uh, wrote it down. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Uh, it's uh, I think it's seaplane elastic. Ah, exactly. Yeah, that's what they used. Oh, somebody just put in the chat, except reason. Uh, I don't know what, what in context to what I don't know what they're saying. Oh, yeah, reason uses his own. Oh, yeah, stretch. yeah. Reason's time stretch is dope too, because yeah, they, they, yeah, their, their time stretch sounds really good. Um, Man, that's another software that I'm just like, man, just put that joint on the iPad, dog. Don't you think it'll be coming though? Because it seems like. Yeah, you know, reason seems to be kind of moving in a direction that's like. Oh no, I, I think it's gonna happen because th- that f- figure is dope, but it ain't reason. Mm, yeah, of course, right. Um, even though they well, they claim that the code is reason in the background. Hmm. Oh well, so, then that that tells you that that's the gateway. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So when they say, "Oh, figure is actually reason in the background with a different user interface. I'm like, oh, okay. And they already ported Thor into iOS, hmm. yeah. which is their really dope set, which is which sounds great. And I'm just like, wait, come on, just put the whole thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like throw when that, companies... Throw the whole in there. I feel like when companies do that kind of stuff, what they're doing is working on the, the flagship piece, but as they they're get testing. those little testing. things and they're like, okay... This works. That means we can do it. But if that works right now, we test it. Thor, put it out. And then next thing you know, I feel like that's them working on the whole thing in the background. Yeah. Sometimes it's a business move, too. Yeah. 
I shouldn't say this, but um, and don't say it if you shouldn't say it. <laughs> I, no, I, I shouldn't say this, but don't know, because I don't want to discourage any company putting out more iPad synths. But as soon as four hit the iStore, I sold Reason. Oh wow, really? <laughs> four, I love four in Reason, um, but it was the only thing that kept me using Reason. So I just bought the iPad version for ten bucks or whatever it was, and then. Goodbye, reason. <laughs> yeah, I, reason. Reason is still special to me because uh, that that new vocal tuning thing. Since I work with a lot of vocalists, man, they'll come in and I just gotta tune that joint real quick when they sound flat or sharp, you know, flatter than an open coke. And I'm just like, yo, um, it's real fast because it's right on the track. I don't gotta open up anything else. Me- uh, Melodyne works the same way in Studio One, but Reason is just you know less CPU heavy. Um, so it just works for me. I like so. all the new features they put in Reason. The only thing that keeps me away from buying it again is um, <clears throat> I, I don't have an, a 5K iMac. I have just a regular 27-inch screen. Mm-hmm. Still on that, it's so tiny, and it's not a scalable GUI. And I Yo, Reason looks horrible. <laughs> it's it's not usable for me. I mean, I don't have the best eyes, and my my screen is a little bit far on my desk, so it's more far away than using a laptop or something like that. I, feel you. I, I just can't use it. I can't read anything on the display. All I'm saying is, if when they drop version ten, they better do a whole GUI like revamp. Yeah, because reason been looking the same since. <laughs> Since Elton John had hair, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it, it's just like since way back, and I'm just like, it's great, but it's just, you. You're not updating anything. You're just adding stuff. But you know, I may so be an anomaly see. when it comes to Reason, man. I've never, I've never really um, gotten into Reason. But then there's a few things I've never really gotten into. I've, I've used Reason a couple times. It was like, hmm, that's dope. And then I always end up back on something else. I figured I fi- I think that now that you're into modular, mm-hmm. if you revisit it, it would be a different experience. You think it's a different experience for you because now it's not intimidating. Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of dudes will, when they first got on reason, they're like, man, how am I supposed to make sounds with all these holes in the back of gear? <laughs> you know? And it's just like, now that, you know, CV, you know, routing, you know, all this stuff. Now you're going to get a reason like, Oh snap. This is the biggest sound design environment ever mm-hmm. on my computer. And that's what I, I may have to give it another try, man. It's been a while since I've I learned it out. a lot about uh, audio flow and wiring studio gear just with reason. Yep. Yeah. It's a really nice tool for that. And it's really, since it's so modular, it's in a, I think there's not much else out there that uh, can be, can make you so creative just patching a few cables around and reason sometimes mm-hmm. either all, cuts off your whole audio or makes a really great sound. <laughs> yeah, also, before plugins, it was the most uncrashable DAW in the world. <laughs> this is before but, plugins, so are you saying it's bruh, less stable now that they've introduced the plugins? <laughs> bruh, bruh, I used, to, I used to have like 7 jillion tracks, MIDI, uh, 207,000 polyphony notes playing. <laughs> that, joint, that joint would not crash. And doing it in 96K. Mm. How did they integrate it? I thought they do put plugins in kind of a container, right? So 
it's not reason crashing, it's the container crashing. Yeah, it's, in it's the, sandboxing. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the, okay. the plug-in sandboxing. But still, it's like, yeah, uh, you're messing up my workflow, dog. Like, yeah, but I think you know the people were asking for VST support for so long. I think that's the the most clever move they could do: sandboxing the plugins. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it makes sense if you think about it, right? Because if they had a very stable environment and that that's a way for them to kind of shut that off, like, listen, the plugin will crash. That's that VST. It is what it is. But if the environment still remains stable, but still, I can see how it's going to ruin your workflow if that's going to be happening. <laughs> the environment yeah, is up, but, but the VST is crapping out on you. But it added so much now that I can take a contact library and I could CV that joint. Word. You know, that's a whole nother thing there. I don't know if people, well, I know people are doing it. It's just when when I saw plugins being added, I just automatically thought, oh, now I'll be able to bend the mess out of this plugin like I wasn't able to do before in a certain, you know, in a certain dog. What up, Masada? Yo, what up, Masada? Word. So it's all good, oh. man. So any 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 uh, uh, last thoughts about Beatmaker Three? Like, is there? Uh, I guess what we talked about was something like um, I'm, I'm about to ask. Like, so do y'all think there's some stuff that it can benefit from, right? By having added, but it seems like one of the biggest things is the browser, which is more of an iOS issue than Beatmaker Three issue. Yeah. <laughs> Now those those extra clicks you were talking about, Joe, like something. Yeah, yeah, extra... yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it's it's it's, it's workflow. And I want to say, man, like I met I met one of the cats from Intuit when I was at Loop a couple years ago. Man, mm-hmm. cool, cool cat. Um, I think it's a dope platform. I just think there's little tweaks that can really improve the workflow. And I think the browser can be improved even on iOS. Like there's just yeah. some small things they could do with the browser as it is now that would make it much more usable like even just making sure all the stuff that you buy from their store and all the stuff that's in the factory library already is already tagged would, yeah. would go a long way to making things you know easier to navigate and then just you know some easier ways to kind of tag your stuff like maybe letting you tag your stuff as you import it or well, you know if I'm importing yeah, some, adding some tagging oh tag. yeah I, I got one complaint from a homie though he said yo this is my first time getting into Beatmaker, and that joint only came with like five sounds yeah He's like, and then I got to pay. That's where we come in, Steel. No, I know. I feel you. Because I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, hey, man, just go to msxaudio.com. But, but you know, if, if yeah. you go to the Beatmaker 3 store, there's a, there's like a, isn't there like an initial starter kit? There's a free, yeah, there's a free pack in the store. Yeah, no, I know there's a free pack, but I think it was way less than what came with Beatmaker 2, yeah, right? That's true. Mm. I think that's, it is. Beatmaker yeah, made more sounds. But I know yeah. there will be more freebies coming. Okay. They told me. But it will take some time. Um, I'm interested and, yeah. in supporting that platform in a big way. Yeah, so, so, yo, same so, Matthew, we're interested about in that. it. There's a lot about it that just screams yeah. like support me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking to do that. That's what's sure. up. Well, Intuit knows, I mean, this is a panel full of sound designers, <laughs> especially yeah. for, for hip-hop and that kind of stuff. So, you know, this is a... Actually, a my cool. out-of-orbit sound pack will be a freebie soon. 
Oh, nice. So, yes. So that's nice. Sound pack, too, man. First start. <laughs> I love that sound pack, man. That's so, such Thank a dope. You. That was such a dope library, man. Those presets are really nice, too, man. Like, yeah, man, I, yeah, it was really, really nice start. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, for, for everybody who has not checked it out, it's also now a free download on my website. So it's not a paid product anymore. Everybody can come over. Actually, it's donation bear. So if you want to send one or two bucks over, I don't. Uh, I don't give mind. The man, give the man a couple bucks, man. Give him yeah, his worth, man. man. Give him some. Hey guys, um, just wanted to tell you real quick. Um, so I'm getting ready to do this panel, the speaking panel. It's going to be about intro- introductions to Eurorack and modular synthesis. Try to stream it. Um, so on my channel, it may or may not be there in about, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, but I'm just letting you guys know, I'm going to try to stream it. I can't promise. Cool. You should promise. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have anything to hold my phone. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Word. I, I do have an iPad. I'll, I'll see what I can do. But either way, I'm going to... It's going to be recorded in one way or another. So you got to do like they used to do in the 90s when when we would do shows. We'll see somebody on the side of the stage and be like, yo, here go $10. When I come on stage, hit the smoke button. (laughs) No, I'm going to do like, dude, I'm in Philly. I'm doing like Kevin Hart and just screaming, get on fire. (laughs) Get fire on these bitches. Yo, I don't don't trust nobody to film for me. They'll run off with my phone. Like, (laughs) you can't leave. You can't leave because you're on the panel. Yeah, like, Imagine me like jumping off stage, punching somebody in the face for taking my phone. Get out of here. Go Word. So, hey, man, Ken, good luck on your on your panel, man. Yeah, I, man. I hope you can stream it. I want to see it. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Yep. I think uh, in closing, I gotta say the Beatmaker Three is a major tool. I mean, like yep. it's it's super feature packed. Um, I think Definitely. you can you can see it as a sketchbook or you could see it as a complete beat production tool, music production get one tool. one of these. And get get you a, a pen um, for your editing, for more precise editing and stuff, and, and it's good. And, you know, my man Matthew from Intua is is on here. He said duly noted. I think he was talking about some of the things that Joe was mentioning, like with the categorizing and all that kind of stuff. So all I could see with this is that it's dope right now is beat maker two was dope. Everybody loved it way more than like, say the uh, MPC iOS app that you know what I mean? Like I remember when I reviewed that earlier on, all I could think about was it was like beat maker two was the litmus test. It was the ball, yeah, right? Yeah, and sure. and they've Definitely. surpassed the Beatmaker two with Beatmaker three. And all I can see is good things in the future. So it's it's a it's a monster of a joint. I can't wait to dig more into it. So we'll probably it'll probably come up on the show from time to time. Uh, For sure. Definitely. So yeah. Anybody else got anything they want to say in closing? Man, just people be creative. Take risks. Don't be afraid of what anybody thinks about you when you're making music. Man, I've been I've been this week. I've had multiple people tell me that they're afraid of stepping out of the box in fear that they won't be able to monetize uh, with music. But it don't matter, though. Right. Like when I think about that, I remember something Q-Tip said. And I I always say, like, 
make the music, the rest of that stuff will fall in place. You are a creator. Like you got to be able to know that like you create, this is a universal language, be creative and step out of the box and don't think like sometimes I remember back in the day, like sometimes it would be like, yo, I don't know if this is going to be dope just because it don't sound like everything. But other people start hearing stuff and be like, yo, that's fresh. Well, let's see. We get that thing in our head where we think just because it don't sound like everything else that it ain't fresh. But, yeah, that's the comparison trap. Yeah, and, you can't fall into yeah. that. Yeah, and that's something that I just want to encourage everybody in the thread and listening live. Like, you know, this week, really explore yourself, you know, and really um, take those risks, you know, do what sounds good to you. And you never know, you might invent a new genre. You might do something that is that is mod map. Yeah, you know, some, yeah, exactly. You can't be afraid to explore stuff. Yeah, you can't be afraid to explore it. So, you know, just wanted to throw that out there just because I've had multiple conversations this week with people that hit me up. They're like, yo, how do you do this stuff? And I'm like, because I don't be following no rules. Like, I'll be making waffles and beats at the same time. (laughs) So, like, Hey, you know why that is? Is because the the squares on the waffles remind you of pads. Exactly. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> you put like different syrup, put different different syrups, and like that's square. right. <laughs> he got blueberry syrup in one square. Yeah. He got <laughs> he got maple in another. This is crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, Mike. Thanks for joining, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. And you Mike, know what's funny? Yeah, thanks you're you're in me. Germany, and we've gone. We seen it go from like 12 noon to midnight while you've been on this screen (laughs) yeah actually as i I said to you earlier i would be here more often but over here it's now uh 9 30 in the evening and saturday night is basically the the only day in the week where i go out and meet friends and stuff so it's always a little bit hard to manage all this Mm -hmm. but um i try to be here more often soon Okay. Um, I also got another tip for you guys. I just okay. found this this morning. It's a iOS app called Swarplug. Maybe I can uh, share my screen real quick because it's uh, a little bit hard to pronounce for me. I hope I say it right. Swarplug. What is it? Oh, and <laughs> it's super. It's super ugly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's from a dude, I think it's from a dude from India, and this is what it's all about. It's all that Indian um, type of percussion. A oh. lot of drum loops you get up, and oh, I know these them. dudes. These you are know the same, these are the same guys. Is this from Volca Volca Audio or something? The same dudes that make yeah, the plugins. I think, yeah, I think that's what what they're called. Yeah, they. I just and got two of the EQs that are really good. It's um, I think it's two bucks, and um, it's packed full with percussion loops, and you can oh. sequence them. So a uh, really great sound for a little. Money. That's great. That's great. I just want I show. I, I found this this morning, and I thought it's really great. Oh, that's dope. dope. I'm sure. it up. Just like, that's ugly as heck, though. That joint look not yeah. attract, not attractive. Yeah. It is ugly. Yeah, but but as I say, tunes don't have to be attractive. You know, I would I would not take. They have to this sound app. attractive. I would not take this app to the. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. That <laughs> Bro, I would. I would. Yeah. Bro, I would not take this app to the prom. You know what I'm saying? I would not. I, would, I, would not. Bro, I mean, if, if if you really, if design would be so important for you. I would make you play be... throttle. Yo, I just been starting to play throttle too, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just bought it today. Yeah, I man. 
So enough of my screen here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that thought. I was like, oh, I've been playing that too. Okay. Word. Yeah, I, I just bought it today. I didn't even open it up yet, but uh, oh, okay. I loved it as a kid, and I love all the remakes of the old point-and-click yeah. adventures. Yeah, I'm man. I'm a fan of that. Dope, dope. So, hey, Rod. Rod, thanks yep. for... Uh, I still call you A-Rod, but hey, uh, <laughs> thanks for joining the, the, the show, man. Um, yeah, man, for those out, the people out there that don't know, you we always talk about how we have these group chats and all that kind of stuff. Rod is like, you know the other beat people crew that this is his first time on the show, but he's always yeah. a part of the conversation daily mm-hmm. <laughs> on the regular <laughs> daily <laughs> straight up. <laughs> so I'm glad you came on, man. Yeah, man. It's great to have you, Rod. Word up. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, Joe. Hey. Thanks for being here, you know man. What it is. Hey, always good to catch up with the, with the squad, man. Word up. Uh, somebody just wrote something in German. I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm here with that Google Translate. So Joe, what you got? What you got going on, man? What's what's uh what's the latest with hey. the, in the Joe in the Saint Joe world? You know, come to the channel, come to the site, soundsandgear.com, man. You know, come to the shop. We got we got beat people stuff in there. Mm-hmm. You know. All fifty uh, of his got, channels. We got we got plugins. We got <laughs> we got different things. Yeah, I'm just you know, uh, you know, we got NKS packs over there. So yeah, yeah just just come through, man. I'm, I'm doing some streamlining of some stuff, um, right now. Uh, yeah, in, in terms of all the channels and things, kind of c- consolidating everything down to, you know, the the one sounds and gear brand, but it's still the same stuff, man. You know, check me out. Word. Yep. Word. Well, I appreciate yep. you stopping through, man. It's always good to catch up. And yo, this is no the doubt. Beat People Podcast. It's episode 26. Uh, be sure to stop by beatpeople.com. Uh, and for all your latest music tech and beat maker tech news, go to uh bboytechreport.com. And you know, I got some uh cool interviews coming up that I'm gonna be throwing up there too. Um, more reviews coming my way. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff coming up, but you know, like I said, be sure to support all the crew, you know, at all our different websites and, uh, you know, spread the word. Be sure to stop by next time. This has been beat people podcast episode 26. We don't beat people. We are beat people.